Hey good folks, it's Jalisa and Shanika and, and this, this is, is Cranberry Juice and a Wine Glass Podcast. This podcast is God designed to open the door to healing and promoting accountability. Similar to Cranberry Juice, these talks may have a bitter or tart taste, but it will be healing for the body, mind, and soul. It's time to heal y'all. Okay, okay we good? Yeah. We back? We are. Can you believe it? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Girl, me neither. Y'all, we are back. Yes. Um, it's been, can you believe it's been two years? Two years. The last two. episode that we filmed was in April of 2021. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And I don't know about you, but I feel like a totally different person than who I was in April me of too. 2021. Me too. And who would have thought just that short amount of time? Like... Yeah, a lot has happened. Mm-hmm. A lot has happened. We a have lot. so much to talk about. Yes. And for those of you who are tuning in, it's Jaleesa and Shanika. Okay? We back. <laughs> Y'all are listening to Cranberry Juice in a Wine Glass podcast, okay? I have missed this so much. Me too. And we heard y'all. We yes. have y'all been getting on us saying, when are y'all coming back? Like, when is the podcast? And so we've been yeah. praying and yep. God said it, it was time. So I'm so glad that we being obedient. Yes. And I love that you said that we, you know, we've been praying because that is true. So those of you who kind of have followed us for a while, uh, one thing that you and I do, we literally operate by the spirit. Mm-hmm. Like, even if we come in like, hey, we're going to talk about this and we feel a shift. Yeah. And something else, we will pivot really quick. And so yep. I think we did um, that with this podcast, making sure that it was in season and the right time. We didn't just want to do something just to be doing it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. girl. I'm I'm so yeah. excited. <laughs> and thank y'all for being patient with us. And yes. also just listening to our previous seasons, leaving reviews. Like mm-hmm. we have been reading the reviews. Yeah. And on Apple, I think we have like 15. Mm-hmm. I think so. 15, Fourteen to fifteen five star yeah. reviews. That's that's huge. Yes, for us, like we celebrate the win. Yes, okay, because it's... two country girls. Yes, don't know what we Look. doing, but we out here. We walking on water. We literally okay? walking on water, and literally, and that's the best place to be, though. Mm. Letting God lead you, because you mm. know the safest place to be is in God's will. Come on, and we that, faith. That part. We know this is God's that will. That part. So, y'all, we are just so excited to be back. So, we just want to kind of start this podcast off with just um, catching y'all up. Like, I want you, like, let's talk about, like, what God has done in these last two years. Um, Like, talk about some accomplishments. Absolutely. You had a huge Yes, yes. Let's start off with that. (laughs) (laughs) So, for those of you who are listening, um, I became a licensed therapist. Woo! Okay. Come on, girl. Listen, yes. it's been a long journey. So your girl is an LPC, a licensed professional counselor. I passed my test July the 16th, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, 2022. So that was that was a big thing for me. That was really stressful. And, you know, it has opened up, you know, so many doors. Um, and then I just started a new job recently. Yes. And let me, can, can I, do I have time to talk Girl, about, yeah, listen, yeah, do we, yeah. we, let me tell y'all, yes, okay, so I want to encourage someone, and I actually shared a video about this on uh, my Facebook, but I want to want to encourage someone listening about what to do while you wait, mm, okay? That's, that's good. Uh, because sometimes we anticipate, you know, these big mighty moves of God, mm-hmm. but, and people don't prepare us for when, 
what if that's not what God want to do with you right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, Talk so, you know, we, when we are in church, sometimes, you know, God expect a miracle, expect mm-hmm. this. Okay. But what happens when it ain't coming, you know, when it's not happening quick enough. And so mm-hmm. long story short, that's kind of how it was for me. I passed my test. Like I just shared with you guys. And I'm thinking like, okay, boom, like these doors are going to open the jobs and all of these things that granted the doors did open, mm-hmm. but God also put me in a waiting season. And I think he was very intentional about that. Um, I had went months, y'all, without a stable income. Months. And for somebody like me who's independent, yep. um, and, and literally I take pride in that, it was difficult. It was difficult. But when I say um, I began to change my attitude while I waited, mm-hmm. I worshiped while I waited, my faith increased while I waited. Mm. And when I say God opened the right door at the right time and I'm placed exactly where I need to be. That's so good. Um, yeah. While you was saying that, it reminded like sometimes we be like, man, we hate being at rock bottom. But it's like when we at the bottom, that's when we mm. really see the move in the hand of God. You know, I've been in that season. Absolutely. I've been in that season a couple of times. I'm yes. actually in that season right now with like, just like, Lord, like what's going on? Yeah. And so, but like you said, I feel like you did the best thing with mm-hmm. Worshiping more. Yes. You didn't move away from God. You moved that part. towards God. That part. And sometimes when we are in that low space, we can kind of get mad at God and shut him out. But that this is that time Absolutely. is when you need to move closer, closer. to yeah. him so that you can actually have a solid rock, some foundation. Absolutely. Um, some solid foundation while you're going through this transitional period. Absolutely. And I'm going to tell you, when you start moving away from God, that think about it. You know, the closer you are to someone, look at how hard it is for anything to come between it. Mm-hmm. So the minute we start moving away from God, all of these other things, we give an opportunity to filter through and continue to push us further and further away from God. Um, and I think that's what happens a lot of times. And I'm not going to lie, you guys, in the beginning, I was becoming frustrated, but I had to remember, you know, who, what, what God's word said is he said, I'm the head and not the tail, you know, I'm above and not beneath. I'm, I'm a Royal priesthood. So I was like, okay, if these promises are in your word, and if you're taking me through this season, it has to be for a reason. Um, and so that, that comes with knowing the character of God. Girl. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you know, I think we live in this, this world now where we want to know everything about God. And that's because that's how social media is set up Mm -hmm. because we can go through and kind of see, you know, about learn about different celebrities and find all out all these things so quickly. But when you have to open the Bible and just sit and ask God, okay, God revealed truth to me. Don't nobody got time for that. Yes. You know, girl, that's that's so good. And um, I'm going to talk about this a little bit later. So I'm just like, girl, you already you you uh, like, you, you taking my stuff. Uh, because like, like, <laughs> but that's nothing, nothing but the Holy Spirit. Because Absolutely. Guess what? You, how can you trust God and not know him? Exactly. How can you trust in mm, something that you don't, don't know? know. And sometimes I think we grow up in church or, you know, we hear people, you know, we get saved or whatever. And I heard this. I don't know exactly. I don't want to, I don't don't know who said it, to be honest. (laughs) But they talk about, are you a fan of God? I know. Yes. Or are you a follower? Talk about it. 
talk and it's about a it. difference because if you're a fan, you're like, yeah, you know, I love God, love mm. Jesus. You know, you mm-hmm. can say that you have a relationship with him. But when you are, what is it? Did I say fan? I think I said yeah. fan. But when you are a follower, yes. you get to know this person. Yes. You are spending time. You're trying your Come best on. to be obedient, even when you're making mistakes. Like, mm-hmm. and you also, when you... When you understand the love of God, which I want to talk about later too, yeah. understanding God's love, it literally changes your perspective. Absolutely. And to be honest, I have seen where when I first got saved, I was just a fan of God. Like I mm. didn't really know him, but yeah. I um, was listening to what everybody else was saying about him. There we go. And of course, you're like, oh my God, I love God. You know, this there we go. But until I got in my word and learned about God for myself... That and I part. became for, like a true follower. For yourself. And let me add something to that because I think also what you're saying is you got to a place where it wasn't um mom's religion, dad's God, grandmama's mm-hmm. God, mm-hmm. grandpa, uncle, auntie's God. You know, I look now it's my God. Yeah. You know, there's you know like there's a sense of like pride in there there's like a sense of not ownership in the, in the sense of like i own god but there's like that's that's my father yes. like you know yeah um and it's it's more personal when you know when you uh get to know like you said when you get to know him for yourself and when you do it makes it easier to follow him and yeah. not just be a fan yeah girl say that that was good i'm glad you even... i'm glad you brought that up look, look. and look before we I, I was one more accomplishment that i forgot to talk about too yeah. guys i started a non-profit yes talk about listen it. I, we're not even gonna spend much time on this but i started a non-profit all by the grace of god um it's called purpose for her foundation purposeful healing enlightenment and relationships mm. and when i say there's so much to come with that god has his hand on that thing yeah. um and i'm just talk about following i am just literally following him and as he guides it because he gave it to me it's not even mine Mm -hmm. you know um he gave it to me and and just i'm like i said that's just really a really quick plug um and we had a women's conference shanika was actually on the on the panel and the conference let's talk about it y'all i think i was on a high from that conference for like two weeks and my friend april she um attended with me too Yes. And we both was just talking about how amazing that conference was. Like, y'all had to be in the room. Yeah. You had to be in the room. It was just so... Phenomenal. Just spirit-filled. And just yeah. like... We were supposed to end at what time? 12? Y'all, we were supposed to end at 12. We It was going on after one, almost two. We had to shut it down. Yeah. Pe- you know, and it was our, it, our first one. And so for God to show up like that, but again, but we're not going to give too much away because we got more episodes. Mm-hmm. But when you are obedient, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to say that, and I'm going to leave it right there. When you are obedient, no matter what it looks like to other people, mm-hmm. when you are obedient, it's a different god shows up and shows out and i'm a living testimony from that conference and actually um i quit the lady that uh did my hair she actually she talked to me this morning um and she was like jaleesa i think i'm still chasing a feeling she said i've been trying to go to conferences and she was like i've been going and i have not gotten the same feeling from that i kid you not she literally said that this morning that's amazing and so yes it just speaks to when god is in the room you can't do i I, that's why i tell you i can't do anything if god hand is not on it yeah girl but that's That's it y'all that's it but miss thing girl i'm look i'm still on the conference look i I understand 
saying what she's saying. Yeah. Like, because that's what she was. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you had to be in the room. So, yeah. okay. What has God done for me these past yes, two come years? Yes, come on. Um, I feel led to share like two things. Um, so mm-hmm. I previously had surgery back in October mm-hmm. to remove um, fibroids. The doctors thought it was one big one that was eight centimeters. It ended up being three. Talk about it. And if I'm honest, last year, 2022 was the hardest year of my life. And I thought it was just, I didn't know, to be honest, I didn't know what was going on. But I knew that my body was like something wasn't right. So hate to say this, I had to go to about four or five different doctors to get someone to listen to me. Don't hate and to say instead it. Instead of telling me like, just get on birth control or you know, whatever. But I'm so glad I listened, literally listened to the Holy Spirit. And I asked God, I said, Lord, send me a doctor that's going to listen to me and to help me. And I remember it was a day I had to call out of work because I was in just extreme pain. And I called mm-hmm. the, the nearest that doctor that was close to me. Uh, did not even know that was there. It was like five minutes down the street. Wow. Ended up calling them, telling them my symptoms. Ended up um, meeting with a nurse practitioner. And she listened to me. And, I, and I, it was like a breath of fresh air. And so they did an ultrasound, found out I had fibroids. She literally sent me, you know, being a nurse practitioner, yeah. she couldn't do things. But she um, ended up um, referring me to the best doctor that was in that practice. Wow. And we ended up, it was like a fast process, but we ended up getting those fibroids out. And y'all, I feel, when I say like a brand new woman, to be honest, I don't know how long I have been dealing with that. And y'all also know, I talked about previously me dealing with digestive issues with ulcerative colitis. When I got those fibroids out, I have not had a flare up at all. So I'm wondering... If, if the fibroids were sitting, and I, I'm pretty sure wow. it was, because I haven't had any symptoms of ulcerative colitis since I got those fibroids out. I'm sure. And black women, we, I'm so happy that you didn't give up though. I don't, I don't want us to like skip over your persistence Yeah. Um, and how you have to advocate for yourself. And I think that's just a testament because, in, you know, imagine if you just settled for the birth control. Yep. You know what I mean? And where you would be the pain. And so I didn't want to like skip over that, that you advocating for yourself says a lot. Yeah. And I I was just tired. Yeah. I knew something else was going on and I just got sick of people just brushing me off. I'm like, Mm. y'all ain't got to live in this body. Right. I do. So somebody better do something. Right. Right. Like I had just gotten so sick and tired, but I remember just praying about it. And Mm. the Lord literally just led me to the best care. And I'm so thankful. And I'm just so happy to have my life back because y'all, if I'm honest, Mm. I was in a really dark place last year and it was because of those fibroids. Like knowing what I know now, knowing how they affect you physically, mentally, emotionally, um, even like, um, just socially, like, you know, not being able to hang out with my friends because I'm always so fatigued. I'm Mm. in so much pain. I'm bleeding like no tomorrow. Like my cycles are like eight days. I can't, I couldn't just to give y'all a little perspective of what I was dealing with. I had to take the pain was so bad. I had to take a whole bottle of Tylenol within one week just to get some type of relief. Yeah. Yeah. It was so bad. And I didn't realize I was doing that because, you know, I was just, just trying to survive and trying to mm-hmm. get rid of this pain. But y'all, it was, it was crazy. It was, I'm just trying to 
just so thankful for God's just hand on my life and also him just using the doctor. Absolutely. Also that I, you know, I didn't give up because I could have just said, like, I'm just going to do whatever they tell me to do. Right. Absolutely. And probably would still be hurting and stuff mm-hmm. in this moment. Mm-hmm. But I'm just so glad that I was led by the spirit. And I just feel led to tell someone, like, God cares about everything. He cares about mm-hmm. your health. Talk about it. He cares about it. And we have to take care of ourselves and also advocate for ourselves because no one else is going to do it for us. Mm-hmm. We have to speak up. And we also know God gave us um, our gut. He gave us the Holy Spirit. to. We know when something's off. So you must trust yourself. And, and until you find somebody to listen, keep change doctors. I don't care that how part. many times. So felt late to say that. So that was number one. Like God healed me. From fibroids, and yes, yeah. we'll also learn too that God can heal multiple ways. Like He doesn't just heal one way. Mm. Um, some people may say, "Well, like surgery is not healing." Yes, it is. Yes, because it is. He can use literally. Some people He can heal supernaturally, but He healed me through surgery, and I'm just so glad I went through with it because now I'm able to talk to other people about it. And That's even good. Just Him opening doors and me opening up about my story. Yeah, I'm really just grateful for that so that's one of the things and um number two we talking about you know just being in this season of transition um at the beginning so I was been working full-time for almost two years and so at the beginning of the year my job let me know that they would be they had to make some changes and so I'm they dropped me down to part-time so I'm only working like two days a week and so I remember just sitting with God and like okay Lord that means I'm transitioning, must be transitioning out. Like, what do you mm-hmm. want me to do? And so I had to, and I feel like, to be honest, let me backtrack a little bit. Cause even after my surgery, I had some downtime. I, I wasn't working for two months and just the, the idea, like stuff was just coming up. Like God would give me a word and he's saying like, do this. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, Lord, I wrote it down. And I'm just like, I'm so glad I wrote that stuff down mm-hmm. because the stuff that he was telling me back then is what I'm doing now. now. And so I feel like I'm walking in this season of believing in myself and also believing in the gifts that God has placed on the inside of me. So mm-hmm. I am stepping into what I'm calling my, my, my me season and believing in myself because for so long I have work to build other people's dreams and I feel Mm -hmm. like God is saying it's time to build yours but before you can build you have to believe in yourself and before I can believe in myself I gotta believe in the God that's gonna hold me up so I've been in this season of learning about God and just trusting his plan and also trusting the wisdom that he has given me and Mm so I'm doing a lot of a lot of new things um I've started mentoring something I'm called her, calling inner beauty mentoring. I, my goal is to teach as many mm-hmm. black girls as God puts in my path. I want to teach them Let's go. and just be a light to them so that they can become healthy black women. And so I, when God, God gave me inner beauty mentoring back when I was like in the band, I was like, what are you giving me this? Like, what is that? I never heard of that, but I'm so glad I wrote it down. But now it makes sense. So I'm kind of stepping mm-hmm. into mentoring. I'm also, um, I started an email list with just, um, yes. blog, I'm getting the back blog. to blog. And I feel yeah. like God is just like doing something with that because I love writing. So I'm in this season of just using all of my gifts. Cause kind of like that multi hyphenate thing. Absolutely. Um, I'm mentoring. I'm writing. I'm also um, really going hard with my YouTube channel and yep. just working on being a light and just showing people my process of how um, I'm building this 
you know, authentic relationship with God mm-hmm. and what that looks like as a young black woman. woman. I love that. Yeah. That's beautiful. And I'm just thinking about all the things that <clears throat> all of the all of the things that you listed, like, um, like they are you. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you think of I mean, I know you on a personal level, but when you just think about who you are and what you represent, even to like the things that you've been through, mm-hmm. like all of this is like a one package of yes, Shanika, like yes. and just giving that to the world, yes. like that's just I don't know, it's just some power in that. And I didn't even know, to be honest, I think I've been so uncomfortable these last few years because I didn't think that working all of your gifts was like possible. I thought you had to stay in like one lane and do well, one thing. Well, I'm going to behave. That's what, <laughs> it's what, you know, it's what I've seen. It's what uh-huh. I've been taught. And for so long, to be honest, I think I've been like looking at other people's lives, trying to get a blueprint for them. And God told me, no, you're going to have to come to me. There so we, we go. Get the ain't no, ain't no blueprint. It's not. We're yeah. writing one. Yeah. We're writing, yeah. you know, we're in the yeah. midst of writing one specifically for me. And, you know, that was something that I was doing, like looking at other people's lives. Well, maybe I can do this. Maybe I can do that. God's like, no. You're going to have to come to me if you mm. want to know what what I have called you to do, yeah. the plan that I have for you. And I feel like for someone who maybe is in this season, like you don't know what the heck you want to do with your life and you just feel all over the place and you feel mm. like you have all of these gifts. I'm challenging you to go to God, spend time with him and Absolutely. ask him, Lord, what do you want me to do? And I feel like that's going to alleviate some of the discomfort you're feeling in this season. Absolutely. And then too, you can't be afraid to um, take your disappointments and your uncertainties and vulnerability Mm -hmm. to God. You know, I think that's something we've been taught very incorrectly at a young age. Oh, Mm -hmm. of course. And we talked about that on previous episodes about not questioning God, which I think is one of the dumbest things that you can teach a child of God. Um, because that's how he speaks. Do you really think the guy who creates everything, do you really think that he cannot handle a question that we have? I mean, like, even when you really think about that in mm-hmm. the in the simple form, it doesn't even make sense. Yeah. You know, so don't be afraid to take those things because it's when you take the disappointment, when you take the confusion, yeah. when you take the... Um, you know, vulnerabilities, all of those things before God, he can start downloading things like that to you. And right. Even if it don't make sense to you at the yes. moment, write it down, you write know, it down. Um, and yeah. he's going to, you know, he, he'll make it plain to you. It always yeah. makes sense. I'm glad you said, it. I know we talked about me going last, but I think I want to go first. Okay. This, go ahead. You yeah. just said something. Yeah. So I also wanted to talk about, um, just what's something we have learned about ourselves or maybe mm. about God lately. And mm-hmm. this, you just, you brought it up. So I'm like, all right, it's time. I- <laughs> so um, something that I've learned just about myself and also about God lately is I wasn't viewing prayer correctly. Ooh, that's a big And one. I feel like in this season, I like in these last couple of months, I've really learned how to pray and I'm gonna give y'all a key, and I hope y'all taking notes. Get your pen and paper. Give them, give them a few minutes to, to get, yeah, get the get, pen and paper. Get what you need. Because yeah. the key to like power in prayer is honesty. Being honest about how you're That's feeling, good. 
being honest about what's truly going yes. on. Because for a long time, I felt like yes. I started prayer off the way other people prayed. And God is like, why are you talking to me about that when your soul <laughs> is feeling that way? Right. Someone just upset you. Why are you coming to Shining me with this? Yeah, no. no, I'm playing. I'm playing. That was and ignorant. then you wonder why you're not yeah. seeing any breakthrough because Absolutely. you're not being honest. Absolutely. That's good. You're not being honest. That's and good. And so... God, he already knows we're hurting. He already knows when we're offended. He already knows when, you know, we're worried about something. Why not be honest? And so I feel like when I started to be honest, like, Lord, this really hurt me today. And you really view prayer as just communication with God. And you don't have to have these fancy words. You don't have to have this fancy language to come to God. I'm telling you, that's going to be the breakthrough in your prayer life. Absolutely. And it's a scripture. Um, uh, I can't think of it right now, but he, you know, he's like, don't, don't pray like the pagans pray, mm-hmm. you know, um, and to break that, like in layman's terms, like don't pray for show. You know, yeah. I think sometimes we, we get, and that can be intimidating. I don't want, I don't even want us to get on this too much because I mm-hmm. want to stay where we at, but I do want to say this cause you brought that up and I think it is, it's important. Um, you know, I think it can be intimidating when you see how certain people pray in church and then you think, okay, yep. how am I supposed to, da, da, you know, all da, da, da. like, no, sometimes my prayers legit look like, yo, God, um, this ain't it. Yeah. Like, I need you now. Like, yeah. you know, be, and he, he can, he can handle that. Yeah. You know, so, but I, we, yeah, yeah, we ain't gonna <laughs> go back. Girl, yeah. Cause no, we got to put a pin in there. Yeah. We're going to talk about that yeah. in there. For the episode. So Absolutely. yeah, just learning like that. If you're looking for just more power in your prayer life or you just feel like, man, I, I don't feel like God hears me. Stop being honest with him. And I guarantee you're going to see a shift in your prayer life. Absolutely. And also too, something that I've learned about God lately. Um, I also noticed that I didn't really know God's love as unconditional. And that is something my husband actually pointed it out um, for me because one day I was just found my I was just condemning myself, just being real mean to me. He's like, "Why are you doing this to yourself? Like God doesn't react to you like that. So why are you doing it to yourself?" And it made me realize. And again, I went to God in prayer, like, "Lord, can you help me see you the right way? Because right now I'm seeing you as um, a God that." is going to condemn me, a God that is going to punish me if I make a mistake Mm. or you're waiting for me Mm. to fail. And so, um, I've been, you know, asking God about that. Now this to piggyback off of, you know, just knowing the characteristic of God. That's something that I've been studying lately, Mm. learning about God's characteristic and asking God to like, help me understand this and get it in my heart, not just in my head, but in my heart. So I'm going to know, if I do something, I'm not automatically like condemning myself, you know, mm-hmm. and just staying in this place. Like, no, God is loving. And so yeah. I wanted to read a scripture to like, just kind of back that up. And I just read this this week and it's Psalms 32 and eight. And this is the NIV version. And it reads, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you mm. i'm gonna say it again that's good psalms 32 and 8 i will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go 
I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. And God really highlighted that loving for me because if you don't know God's love, you're going to think that he is constantly punishing you and you're just going to see your life just outside of the way that God planned. And so uh, I want y'all to, to read that scripture for yourself and ask God to make that, script, that scripture come alive to you. But just knowing you got to know God's love. And if we don't know God's love, yeah. it's going to affect a lot of a lot of just how we see ourselves, how we see the world and how we also see just situations that we go through. No, absolutely. That was good. That yeah. was good. <laughs> I, I hope you guys really took took heed to that because that was that was powerful. Um, something, (laughs) I learned a few lessons, um, um, but one of the things, like you said, Shanika, is the, the being honest piece. And for me, just being transparent with God, like, God, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm dealing with. This is the ugly stuff. And, you know, when I did that, it was, it's almost like I opened up a door Mm -hmm. where, um, allowing him to come in. It reminds me of, the scripture, I stand at the door and knock, Mm. you know, but I have to let him in. I have to open that door. Um, And God is such a gentleman. He's such a loving God that he will stand there and wait. And that's something that um, I've learned that God will wait for me. He will wait for me. He cares that much. Um, A God that can choose anybody um, to do anything. If, if, if that's what he wants, he will wait for me. Yeah. Um, I also learned why God uses me. I stopped questioning and well, why me, God, why mm-hmm. would you, you know, um, but it's my heart. Mm-hmm. God trusts my heart mm-hmm. and he revealed that to me because like you, I wasn't talking good to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I allowed my past mistakes or even current things that I may be wrestling with to count me out. Mm-hmm. Um, not realizing Jesus already paid the price for that. And so all God asks me to do is be obedient. Yeah. And so that those are a few things that, um, you know, that I learned. And then my word for last year, cause last year was rough for me too. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we, you, um, yeah, you know, um, so, but releasing mm-hmm. what releasing will do when we stop holding on so tight, to the things that are literally making us bleed and release them and watch how God does a new thing. Watch how he bandages that up and then allows your hands to be open and strong enough to accept and and so that you can accept certain things, but also so he can place things in your hand that he wants you to steward over. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, those are just a few, few things. That is so good, yeah. girl. Like you done yeah. just pierced my heart. Yeah. That one. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we back. We back, y'all. And it's just the beginning. Yes, it's just the beginning. Yeah. So um, I'm excited for this season. Me too. Um, please help us out with just liking the video, mm-hmm. subscribing to the podcast on um Spotify, Apple, yes. um, and share it. Yes, share, share it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I we. We genuinely believe that the things that, you know, we share, the things that God has showed us is to help somebody else. Yeah. You know, he didn't take us through it just to for nothing. Oh, yeah. So make sure it's somebody that needs this. Let's yeah. let's make this go across the world, y'all. We just two country girls from, you know, 
nowhere mm-hmm. trying Literally. to trying to do trying to do the work of of God and I do think we got something um to say. Yeah. I do so. Absolutely. Yeah. So y'all better stick to cuz look, if y'all thought the other episodes was something Try, you ain't seen you nothing yet. Haven't seen anything yet. <laughs> so we back, y'all. All right, y'all. All right. Peace.